What's up, guys? Welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, sit with my co-host, Morgan Heislip, and we talk about the terrible movies that we love, and love might be a strong word for this week, because we're talking about House with Thousand Corpses, released 2003, directed by Rob Zombie, the musical mastermind, has a 31 on Metascore, or Metacritic, and Morgan, I understand you have some thoughts on this movie. Uh, it's a movie. Um, <laughs> Is it, though? It's like a music video. It it's okay. It's argue. It's debatably a movie. I mean, it's it it definitely starts, has a middle, and then finishes. Um, we'll we'll get into like my strong opinions on this uh, in a little bit because I just have like weird opinions about Rob Zombie like in general. Um, uh, so like, what's your history with this, Zach? Because you recommended this movie. Yeah. Okay. So again, it's two weeks, three weeks in a row now. I think I'm gonna yeah. mention Dead Meat because. James did a video on this movie not too long ago, but I'd already seen it beforehand because I don't know. I think I saw a video of the universal studios, Halloween horror nights maze. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie? So I watched it. I was like, that's a fucking weird movie. And then dead meat put out a video kill count for the movie again. Like probably, it's probably been two or three months ago. Mm -hmm. So I watched it then and I was like, okay, movie makes a little more sense now understanding Rob zombies fucking crazy. And, uh, this movie, I, I'm gonna say now that I like this movie, but I don't enjoy this movie. It's oh. gonna fall in that like Joker area where like oh. I can appreciate what the movie is, but I never enjoy watching it except to see Chris Hardwick get murdered. Oh God, that's catharsis. Like it's, whew. boy, the like I think the only thing uh, I have to critique about Chris Hardwick's murder in this movie is that it. Chris Hardwick is almost like unrecognizable in this movie mm-hmm. um, on top of like everyone by the time that they're getting killed is almost completely unrecognizable as well. Like it's hard. It's, it's so th- dark and gringy. You can't tell. Yeah. And like the makeup is so strong and like their faces are covered up in like blood and like all of the shit. It's always super tough to see who like I like I didn't even have I didn't even understand who the final girl was until like the last like 15 minutes <laughs> to be perfectly honest I still don't know any of their names I, I know Dog. Denise because I looked at it no That's it. no idea what any of their names were we had uh, fucking Rain Wilson and Chris Hardwick yeah shout out to Rain Wilson I had no idea he was in this movie um yes yeah, this, was, this was pre-office too since 03 oh so this is like a year before two years before uh two I think too okay because I, I mean the office strikes me as 2005 for some reason yeah the, i think the I weird think like is. adhd association uh yeah so like my history on this movie i don't really have much of one i have history with fucking rob zombie or whatever but like <laughs> so i think i have a, i think my sister likes this movie um and i think she'd been trying to get me to see it for like years i think like she had a friend um a long time ago who uh enjoyed this and the devil's rejects a ton 
Uh, to which I didn't even realize, like, The Devil's Rejects was a fucking sequel to this until, <laughs> like, right before They're the show opposite started. opposite movies. They are completely uh, opposite movies. Opposite how? Uh, Devil's Rejects is a very grounded, like, uh, movie. Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's actually, it's not like a music video like this is. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, okay, to, like, to Rob Zombie's credit, I mean, I really, I mean, I didn't mind, like, his take on Halloween. Oh, he directs the shit out of every movie he does. Yeah, like, I didn't mind Halloween, like, at all. But this was just... <laughs> fucking something anyway my history of this movie i had never seen it before i've been told to watch it like a dozen times i have had people tell me they genuinely like it um probably the majority of my life and if i've ever felt betrayed in my life <laughs> it was it was last night whenever i was watching this movie um oh that hurts my heart it's it's not that, like it's not like i think this movie is like uh it's not terrible like it's i mean it's not Spoilers. like the worst okay <laughs> there's a show there's a show we're done <laughs> all right um, see you guys <laughs> yeah so like but no i mean it's not the worst thing imaginable there's like there's a through line it makes sense and like it has its own um it has its own camp mm-hmm. like its own campiness in a weird way and it takes itself seriously in a in a weird way too um it's just really hard for me not to like roll my eyes whenever Rob Zombie is trying as hard as he is in some of this, especially with some of the writing. Like, I think it's weird that I, I, mm. so the guy, oh, the guy at the gas station, we'll just get into movie talk. So the guy at the gas station, Captain um, Spaulding. Okay. Okay. So he, for whatever reason, I like, the movie starts off and it really kind of puts you in the place like he's saying like fucked up shit like he like they're making they're making fun of someone who is like mentally handicapped and mm-hmm. um it's it's like it's super it's it's supposed to like I, I guess like put you in a weird place and the the problem is like that type of person growing up was the type of person who like listened like I knew that listened to Rob Zombie um and I've seen Rob Zombie in concert. Like, I, I, I think like it was like 2000, 2010. I like I went to fucking, you know, you fucking pinned this on your wall. It was Edge Fest in, uh, oh. Little, yeah, Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, uh, I mean, a pretty cool like lineup, uh, otherwise, but, uh, Rob Zombie headlined. He had fucking hentai like on the monitors and shit like that. So, like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, going Edge into Edge Fest. Yeah. I mean, it really was <laughs> Edge Fest in like the most like strict way possible. Um, but like that character, uh, in the beginning was just like, man, like listening to him talk, dude, perfectly honest, I think like his, like, uh, in a compliment to this movie, I think his dialogue is probably the most realistic. Mm-hmm. out of like anybody's like everything that he says and everything that comes out of his mouth is exactly what I would expect to come out of a person like that's mouth. It was so it was so well like I don't want to say anything in this movie is well written but like his dialogue in particular is so specifically well written and like so like um has like such a weird like um such a weird like manipulative uh charge in uh-huh. that like you want to like for whatever reason you don't want to get on this guy's bad side you want to like you want to like fucking not confront this dude and it's very apparent whenever um whenever uh Dwight Schrute and uh fucking um fuck ass McGee or whatever like go into the go into the gas station mm-hmm. or go there and get fucking fried chicken or whatever um and they're having the conversation and he's like bullying them into a corner anyway yeah, he's like you think I need some education 
when yeah, he, yeah. He's, scary, he's, he's scary as shit. He's fucking terrifying. And like, I know people like that. Like, that's like, I, like where I grew up, I know people like that. And like, you don't want to fuck with them. And it's, I don't know that like, and the worst part is like, I didn't necessarily find it unsettling or anything like that. And maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe it wasn't, but it was, I almost wanted to feel like that, that guy in particular was innocent, but like we find out at the end of the movie, he's totally not. He's like 100% in on it. Yeah. Um, even though they don't directly say it, he's just in a car and then the guy shows up. Um, but yeah, like, I think like, I think to, I mean, Rob Zombie's credit or whatever, if I want to say that, um, his dialogue in particular is like impressively accurate for like someone in the South who like fucking listens to rob zombie it's almost as if like rob zombie interviewed uh like fans of his music and was like what would you say in a situation like this or whatever um but like i don't know like this movie in general um sorry for the long rant but like this movie in general just uh just goes and goes and goes and goes and like i felt lost some of the time um and and i don't think it's terrible and i don't think it's bad but like I felt so lost and whenever like they constantly um, skew like the characters faces, they don't give them a ton to do. It's mostly just torture porn through mm-hmm. like the whole thing. Um, and yeah, and it's like it's ni- like 90% of Rob Zombie music video. And I think that part like kind of works. I, I, I don't know. I kind of like, I don't know. I'm not sure if it works to its benefit or its detriment at that point. Yeah, I I do want to say though. So Sid Haig's character, Captain Spaulding, yeah, it's not revealed. I think until the next one, but he is Baby's father. So Sherry Moon Zombie's character, that's her yeah. dad. Yeah, and okay. then he joins up with her and Bill Mosley's character, and that's the the next two movies about them on the run. And Bill Mosley's character, he was like he was like Satan Jesus, right? Oh, he's Otis. Yeah, he's um. Oh, I think they just, they just call him Otis. Yeah, he's like the primary, like primary guy with the white hair who uh yeah, draws yeah, yeah. the it looks crucifix. Like, it looks like Riff Raff. It's like Riff Raff from Rocky Horror. Okay, okay. I thought like you said Riff Raff, and I was like, like the rapper. Like I didn't put that together. <laughs> Rocky Horror makes a lot more sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, For yeah. Sure. He's yeah. yeah, he's that's what I thought. They're all related. They're all three part of the, the Firefly family. Okay. But yeah, the movie is it's so jarring the entire time because like you'll have these scenes where they're in the place they're going through the ride talking about dr satan dr satan yeah and then um and then it's like oh here's a scene now with captain spaulding talking about his chicken but it's like shot on 16 millimeter and it's really hard to understand what's going on mm-hmm. and then here's these cops oh but here's this guy yelling into the camera about how he's not a sheep or some shit yeah like it's so jarring and weird and i think if you take out those weird segments that zombie cut like put into there like those cutaways mm-hmm. the movie would be a little more coherent but I think it lose a lot of its charm doing that. I would, I would probably agree. Cause I mean, I think that, that, the that is like, it makes it feel more like less like a slasher and more like I'm watching it on God. Like I'm watching like the crypt keeper, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm watching him like tell, like tell me this quick story and then like launch into the movie. Right. It feels like more like a TV special than. Yeah. It feels like an anthology series that has a actual go. story. And yeah. I, I really enjoy that. I do want to give a shout out to Sid Haig's Captain Spaulding because that character is so, so great. Yep. When he's yelling at the robbers in the beginning, fuck your mama. 
and fuck you <laughs> ah shit i got blood on my shoes <laughs> like that yeah, shit's like, so funny to me like yeah and that's what i mean like i think his like his dialogue in particular he's i mean for better or for worse i think he's the most likable character in the like mm-hmm. in the whole movie uh despite like the really fucked up shit that he says in the beginning and throughout like i think that he is like he's like yeah somehow like the most charming like character in, in the whole thing yeah, and then I, I Sherry Moon Zombie playing baby. She's really fucking obnoxious. Bro. <laughs> that laugh drove me fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yes. Oh my oh, god. Dude, I'm sorry for sorry for y'all listening. Um I could not help, but I mean, if I had to suffer through it, you do too. Um yeah. yeah, like Sherry Moon Zombie, um, has she been in anything else before this? It feels like uh, this is before she was even married to Rob Zombie. Okay. Like they were when they shot the movie, they weren't married yet. The movie was shot in 2000 and 2000, but didn't come out in 2003 because it was like in some weird development hell with mm. Universal and shit. But yeah, it looks I like this is the first thing she was in. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like unnecessarily mean, but I can totally imagine a movie studio being hesitant in 2000, like 2000 to 2003 to putting this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing she's ever been in is all just Rob Zombie movies. Okay. And Grindhouse. Oh yeah, okay. The only yeah. thing she's really been in. Yeah, so like I mean, whenever she's it I was gonna like I was gonna say it almost felt as if like Rob put her in here because uh because he needed he needed like uh um he wrote the character and then he needed someone to play and like he like I don't know, his girlfriend or whatever like really wanted her to be like to be an actor or something like that. That's how it felt. Mm-hmm. Um because given she's not really doing a whole lot, she's just written as like this um this baby voiced uh sort of like uh yeah i mean she's written as sexy uh, i was getting like whether yeah, or not she does a good job as that character yeah That's yeah, the, yeah she's so annoying because the character's annoying right, not because right. she's playing the character annoying yeah totally like i don't think like any like any criticism i have about like um any of like these characters i don't think like the actors or anything like that are like the problem per se mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I think even um, even Chris Hardwick in like in the movie, like gets pretty annoyed with her and like um, and so does uh, Rain Wilson, too. Like, yeah, everyone kind of like hates her. And I think that's that's the point. Right. Yeah. In this movie, I man, the cast in total, like each character is great in their own regard because they're so terrible. Mm-hmm. Like you have the professor who has the big scary mask and the big axe which also i put in the tribute here the scene where they're in the basement and the professor swings the axe yeah. that was a real axe that was really swung at that actress oh and the actor that. who plays professor couldn't see shit in that mask oh dude i was gonna say there's no way he could see there's no yeah. way he could see oh that's fucked yeah i'm just trying to think i try to find the spot i want to talk about this movie because this movie's so fucking weird like mm-hmm. the music and the editing like the scene in the beginning in the chicken shop where the dude in the mask comes into the building to kill the uh robbers yeah but he walks in it cuts does that shot again one more time one more it's like the shot over and over again right, yeah that happens like and that happens uh another time whenever uh i think uh chris hardwick is like up against the wall and he's throwing the mm-hmm. knives like and then you get like a three shot of like the dude throwing the knife and it's like why why and like even some of um even some of the uh sound effects like whenever whenever they're lowering whenever she's getting buried alive technically um and or both of them are and they end up lowering the lantern into the well um there's like the ah uh, okay there's the stock halloween music that plays yeah and i'm like that's just like in my head like i'm just like is this 
at what point at what point in our in the history of like horror and cinema like when did that start and when did that stop being effective in um in like providing like uh terror right like because mm-hmm. even in that moment it was just like i feel like i'm in spirit halloween yep you know like it is it's not that i had anything against it it's just that i didn't feel like it worked like at all in that scene uh, other than like just i mean taking this movie as it is like being strictly like strictly horror in the sense that it's just like in the genre. Yeah. I would love to see like Rob zombies like plan for this movie. If you even had one, mm-hmm. like his timeline yeah. of editing. Cause he edited the movie also. Of course he did. And it's yeah. just like, it makes no sense, but it also makes sense for Rob zombie. Yeah. I mean, if you like, if you watch his music videos or like, you know, his music, I mean, all of like, I'm sure if like the people who are fans of Rob Zombie and like that aesthetic fucking love this movie. I mean, if you look at any album like Rob Zombie album cover and you look at any screen of like any of these actors in this movie with the makeup on. Oh, dude, like any like any like portrait of like any of these people could have been a Rob Zombie album cover like straight yep. up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have like fucking Walter Goggins, his death scene. Mm-hmm. the deputy like that scene is so weird because it's like a minute and a half of just silence yeah and the camera's yeah. panning out and then, and then stops. just shoots him in the fucking head <laughs> yeah and like it just holds for so long and like that i think that one in particular is a double-edged sword for me because in a in a movie where like or in a situation where that was like um I don't know. Like, I feel like that could have been used effectively. I feel like mm-hmm. that is like, that is not a bad thing. Um, or like a campy thing or like a goofy thing at all. I think like that particular technique and like horror and, uh, building suspense and stuff like that is, uh, is super effective. But in a movie surrounded by, in a movie surrounded by camp and like sometimes not taking itself 100% seriously, it felt so long. And mm-hmm. whenever it finally happened, I'm like, thank God he finally killed that guy so we can get to the next scene. Yeah, it's like a family guy joke that just like keeps fucking going. Yeah. And it's like, like all right, let's just wrap it up and get to the, to the yeah. end of the episode, please. Yeah. And, and it could have been I, a little I, bit shorter. I mean, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's like an hour and a half, but it feels like two hours. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that first half when they're at the like leading up to them getting kidnapped out of the car after they go to the house and after they're at the chicken stand, I think the movie slows down substantially somehow, even though all the actions happening in that half. Yeah. I was just about to say, I think like the first, the first like third of this movie is very well paced. Mm-hmm. Like it up gets until, to, yeah. Up until he gets to the house and baby does the dance. I think it's really well done. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Like whenever, uh, whenever they, yeah, yeah, it just moves so briskly. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think like one critique I have is I think that like, I probably would have been more okay with the reveal at the end. Um, I didn't even realize, by the way, that the guy who showed up to help the cops was one of the girl's dad because Uh he's only shown he's shown in like two scenes fairly quickly. Um, There's not a lot of establishing. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to show up and then he shows up. And yeah, because he's on the phone with him in the beginning. And that's it. And that's it, right? There's no like, oh yeah, what the guy, the the ladies, like one of the girls' father is gonna come help you look or anything like that. So whatever. So I had completely forgotten that like he was her dad until the very end, whenever he is skinned, like skinned completely, and yeah. uh he like he is being worn by one of the people, and he is like 
in her face. Like that would be such a super fucked up, like super fucked up, like well-earned thing. If um, I feel like I'm harping on this way too, like way harder than I should be. But like, th- like that would be like way more of a um, way more of like an earned thing. If I had known prior that like, oh, yeah, real quick reminder, this is so and so, so and so this is uh, her dad. Uh, yeah. But then whenever he like mentions dad to her face and she freaks, loses her shit like that's like that's like a thing. But I, I think it could have been executed a little bit better. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to harken back to Texas Chainsaw. We got in a thing where like they explain who he is, just like they do with Lefty mm-hmm. and like why he's there looking. I think it would also hit a lot more like she's crying at Otis whenever he's wearing the skin, like saying daddy. Mm-hmm. And it just feels weird because yeah. you forget that's her father he's wearing. Yeah. And I think the movie really has an issue with trying to keep track of all the characters also. It does. Because, like I thought Dr. Satan Professor was the same person for a bit. I never I never got that idea because like by the time by the time that Dr. Satan finally shows up, I was like, oh, oh, like he's still alive. (laughs) Yeah. Like I like it was so like it was so off putting like but I never had the problem of like I never had the problem of confusing it with anybody else because it was just like, oh, this dude is obviously um, hunt like a, a like too old, really. Yeah. But it's never explained why he's speaking a foreign language. Yeah, that this like, movie does not want to explain anything. Yeah, no, it's just like in subtitles, he's just like speaking in foreign language. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Okay, I'm yeah, like, he's just speaking Cantonese. You're yeah. just doing it. Sick. Yeah. And I, I do want to. I know we've talked about the movie a lot. I want yeah. to ask you, what is I guess two things of the movie that you do enjoy slash you think are good? I mean, like I said, like I really think that. Um, I really think that. Um um sid's character i think his dialogue is so well done and i like and as much as like i as much as i uh he also played the cop too right sid hey i don't believe no he did not there's they look identical yeah they look like they look like the same person um but no i think like i think his dialogue is written really well i think like he feels like a real person um almost like almost like uncannily like he he really does um talk like a real person and like he has a certain kind of charm and i like i was super invested in him and i was very disappointed that he wasn't in the rest of the movie um but and i and i did talk a lot of shit about um about sherry moon's character like character but i also really liked her character too because Mm -hmm. she like she was the comic relief and like she like even if you did find her annoying she was still right there and you like she her banter back and forth with like the two other girls and it's just like i keep i keep like i did this last week too but like thinking to um thinking to resident evil 7 it's fresh on the mind i gotta talk about it but um but uh resident evil 7 also has um a female character i think it's the mom one of the like yeah. one of the bakers and yeah, she doesn't have yeah it doesn't have big bimbo energy but has the same type of tone but has a very like warm presence and then will switch on you like a like on a dime and i think that type of character in a like in a horror movie is so i think it's so beneficial because it brings so much and i i appreciated that a ton um i'm like i'm dunking on this movie because like i've i wanted it well it has a lot of potential. 
Yeah. You know, like I think like at least for me, it has a lot of potential. Uh, if I had known that this was going to be or if I had like had it put in my head a little bit more that like, dude, you're going to watch a Rob Zombie music video. You should probably like listen to a couple albums <laughs> uh, leading up to this. I totally would have done it and I might have had a different perspective. Um, but I mean, you and me talking about this, I may like I may seem negative about it now, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm appreciating it more now that like now that we're talking about it. Yeah. Like, because I, I like, I made a joke tweet last night, um, like kind of like, kind of like shitting on it a little bit. I had a friend be like, oh, well, yeah, you just palate cleanse this with the devil's rejects. And, but now like, and I, I laughed that off, but like now I kind of want to go watch the devil's rejects. Like, especially if it's, if it's better has a continuation of, uh, of these characters and stuff. I mean, I, I have a feeling I'll like it. I mean, but yeah, like, I don't I, know, like, I, give me, give me some of yours too. Like. Uh, for me, I, Sid Haig is one of the greatest, uh, horror actors I think, of all time. Mm-hmm. And I think that his character in this and moving into Devil Reject and Three's Three from Hell are, is one of the best characters in this entire, entire horror pantheon, honestly. Like that Captain Spaulding character is such an iconic and fun and crazy person. Yeah. And then I also just love the design of the entire movie. Like it has that hillbilly hell grungy look like Halloween does. Yeah. But like the sets are always like there. I'm kind of pulls from the how the universal Halloween Horror Nights thing, but it makes a great maze and a great setting for stuff. Yeah. Like you have the chicken shack. Then you have the the ride in the back of the chicken shack. We didn't even talk about the no. fucking roller coaster in the back of the chicken shack. So weird. Yeah. And then you have the actual house. Mm-hmm. And then you have the basement and the we- the well with the scary, weird golem things, mm-hmm. which is such a weird thing that definitely would not fly in the next two movies, because this one is so much more like crazy Rob Zombie shit. Yeah. And it's it's a movie that like, I can't tell you why I like it. I just like the movie. It's so weird because mm-hmm. like with with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, I can tell you it's because of the campiness and because of the fun. But in this, I can't put my finger on what it is I like about it. I just know that I enjoy it or I don't enjoy. I like it. Yeah. And it's so weird. And I feel like I'm just rambling, trying to like save some kind of thing for this movie, even though I know like. It's just a a movie. It's I just like. enjoyable. I mean, like yeah. it's uh, it's look, I mean, like like I said, I might I might be coming off like a lot more negative than I really am on it. I just think that like Rob Zombie, like, look, I was bullied by people who listened to Rob Zombie in high school. So like, I don't really like feel bad for dunking on Rob Zombie at all. But I mean, if I think it's, I think you're right. I think aesthetically this movie has the biggest compliment I could give this movie is that aesthetically it has an art direction, like a very specific art Mm -hmm. direction all the way down to coloring each character's teeth. Yep. You know, like, and that's something like I'm not like staring at people's teeth or whatever, like ever, but whenever watching this and like these people who have like this, um, it's a very specific like white makeup, uh, to make them a little look, look a little bit more paler, look like look a little more sickly. And, uh, and I may like, and I may talk about how the, um, I feel like the makeup covers up the victim's faces a little bit too much. Um, but to that point, the makeup is really good. I think the makeup in this movie is, is solid as fuck. And it's exactly, it's exactly what I'm sure Rob zombie wanted to do. Um, because it's, I mean, if you ever, if look, if you've ever seen Rob zombie play a show live, if you ever seen him in a music video, that's what he looks like. Like 90% of the time, the weird braided long hair. 
It's yeah. Scary. Yeah. And like, and some like some weird fucked up makeup. I, the, the makeup that, um, that Bill Mosley wears at the mm-hmm. end of the movie, that is a Rob Zom- that is a Rob Zombie costume at a show for yep. sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, Morgan. What's up? So House Thousand Corpses. Talk about it a whole lot. Yeah. I feel like it's a movie that we talk about and it just ends up being a circle because it's like such a, a weird movie. Mm-hmm. Is it that terrible though? No, I'm, no. I mean, it's super easy for me to like <laughs> to pick on it or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of criticisms about it, but at, at 31, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, what do you, if you were to score it, what would you score it? Oh, that's the issue. Cause like a normal film score, looking at all movies across the board and this one, mm-hmm. 31 makes sense. Yeah. But looking at it for what it is and being like a weird black comedy horror cult classic from Rob Zombie, yeah. it'd be like mid sixties. Sure. Yeah. I, and like I said, like if I, if I had gone in and like really, really dove into the, the zombie verse or whatever and listening listen to living dead <laughs> zombie girl. land zombie land two yeah I listened, halloween went into the zombie land uh and listened to living dead girl uh for a week i probably would have i probably would have appreciated a little bit more um but i think this movie i think this movie's solid enough to like it's a movie that you can put on you don't like this is a date night movie you're going like you're mm. going on a first date um you like want to watch a horror movie it's october uh and you don't really want anything that's super intense. You don't want, you don't want a, uh, you don't want a signs. You don't want like the grudge or the ring or something like that. I think this is, this is right where it needs to be. Um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's just, it's, it's campy black comedy horror. Um, and it's like, I don't know, like it's, it's good enough. It, it, is it that terrible? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's that terrible. I think it's, I don't think it's super great, but mm-hmm. it's it's fun enough to watch. And I had like two like to its credit, I had a ton of fun watching it, even if I may not sound like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that it is not that terrible. It is definitely I, I middle tier, I guess, be the best description of it because mm-hmm. it's such a cult classic. Like it's such like a, a movie that you have to be a certain kind of person to enjoy, I guess, be the best example. Like, yeah, you have to understand what Rob Zombie's doing and kind of what he is. And then what his genre, like that hillbilly hell grungy feel- feeling is. Yeah. And I think it really accomplishes. I think it's a good first movie from him. Because we got this. Then we got the two Halloween sequels, which are, I'm a Halloween purist, so I'm not a huge fan of. Sure. But um, I think this is a good jumping off point for Rob Zombie. It definitely yeah. led to some good movies and some bad movies. Yeah. I think if like, if you were going to like watch like later Rob Zombie movies, don't, and you watch this and didn't like it, I wouldn't let it put you off. Because I mm-hmm. mean- you you say you like the Halloween sequel or you didn't like them. I like them fine. Um, what was the ones he did? He did he did the Halloween reboot with um, he did the reboot and reboot two. Okay, okay, okay. At least like was the reboot two the one with? Damn, I'm trying to remember what the what the sequel even was. It doesn't even matter in the context of the podcast. But I did I did enjoy the reboot whenever I saw it originally. Um, because I think I think it's a solid Halloween movie. It sticks to its guns. Um, it's not like uh it's not like doing anything uh out of the ordinary with halloween or michael myers uh and it brings back like brings back um old actors and stuff like that from uh, from the original um i think it does it justice i think but i'm not a purist like you are mm-hmm. so my take my opinion with a grain of salt yeah uh that's house thousand corpses you guys yeah it's a movie 
Uh, fuck Chris Hardwick. I'm just gonna throw out there one more time. <laughs> yeah. so everyone, everyone's aware. Yeah. Uh, but Pe- yeah, it's a movie that I think if you see it and you don't enjoy it, don't throw away. Like Morgan said, don't throw away Rob Zombie movies in general. Yeah. Because this, I will say, if you don't like this, still try watching Devil's Rejects because it's an opposite film that I think you might enjoy if you don't like this. Um, next week, we're getting a little, a little wild, a little crazy with the first musical. We're <laughs> going to jump to the left and step to the right. We're doing Rocky Horror Picture Show. God damn it. Rocky Horror Picture Show with Twitch's very own Ray Apollo. Dude. And I can't fucking wait. Oh, man. Oh, uh, Ray, you're not listening to this. I hope to God you're not listening to this. Um, I, I just wanted to tell you, I, I love you, but I'm, I'm excited to do the podcast with you. You thought I'm I was so going to, you right? thought I was going to talk shit, but, but no, we're, we're, uh, we're super stoked. Well, we'll yeah. fucking let's time warp in next week. If you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh, time warp. Time oh, Morgan, people can find you where buddy. Oh dude, you can find me on Twitter. I don't recommend it at Morgul M O R G A U L. Catch me yelling about fucking Pokemon or whatever. <laughs> Where's the fucking <laughs> mini map? Huh? Where's the, the mini map of the Pokemon company? You had it in the Sword and the Shield beta, and then you fucking took it out. Cam said it was useless. Cam's dumb. Yeah, fucking Zach, where live can people find Cam. You? Uh, Twitter <laughs> slash Y-R-O-K-A-Z underscore N-W-O-R-B. Twitch.tv slash Y-R-O-K-A-Z. I started playing that fucking Genshin, Genshin Impact game. Yeah. It's going to get me. I can already tell. Dude, everyone's... It's just Breath of the Wild. It's just Breath of the Wild. You have a fucking glider. We'll see how we'll see how you feel after about forty hours. Yeah, we'll see. Once again, hundred <laughs> hours. If I if I hate it still. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Rock and hey, with Ray. Real quick before we go, um, Ooh. we launched the Discord last week, oh, and we, did. we I, it, well, yeah, it was last week, and we didn't we didn't put it in uh, in Friday's episode, but I did leave it in the description. Uh, there will be a link in the description if you want to join the Discord. Hop on in. We're pretty cool people. We're just talking a lot of shit, having fun. Um, come promote your shit. Come talk shit. Come bully Zach because he oh. won't stop bullying me. Yeah, I've been bullying Morgan like no other. Uh, Don't forget, video games suck, and we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.